When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That music only means one thing. Joe Wiz joining us now. Bet Rivers. He's got his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN every Saturday morning. Hopefully you tune in. Joe, how you doing? Hey, Anita. It is great. It's the last weekend in August, but it feels like October with so much action going on. There is. There is so much action going on. We've been on for... We we're going to be on for four hours today, and we're trying to hit. We're trying to cover all our bases, no pun intended. Uh, let's start first and foremost with the Jets and the Giants. Jets favored by six. Uh, going up against the Giants, the over-under is 39. My play here is the first half. Jets minus four and a half because Jets are going with their starters. The Giants are not. This very well could be the lock of the preseason. What say you, my friend? You know, it's hard to say with Rodgers what they're going to do with him. You know, it's a rivalry game. I know that the Jets are playing all their starters, but, you know, you see these teams in the first half. Uh, I like the first half bet, um, but, you know, with the Giants getting six for the game, I sort of like the Giants plus the six because I just don't know what's going to happen in the second half without Rodgers. I know, uh, you know, you you got Zach and Wilson and all that stuff, but I just don't trust laying a lot of points in a rivalry because even with the second stringers in here, you got the Giants and Jets. And whenever you have rivalries in any sports, as we know, everything goes out the window. But um, uh, my official play would be to take the Giants even with their second string in. Um, another uh, preseason game that I do like that I'm going to be playing is the Jaguars minus six, six and a half in some places over the Miami Dolphins. I, I just feel like the Jags have been absolutely incredible this preseason. They beat the Cowboys. They demolished the Lions. Trevor Lawrence and uh, the core players, the starters are expected to play. Meanwhile, Tua, five of seven with an interception last week. Not sure how long he goes. I think the Dolphins have to be a lot more careful with Tua and, and keep him in bubble wrap. So does he get a series? Does he get two? It just seems like Miami's not as interested in playing a lot of their starters. So I'm going to lay the points with the Jags. Jags minus six against the Dolphins. Uh, agree or disagree? Or is there another preseason game that you like? Um, in that game with the Jags in Miami, I lean towards the under. But the other game that I do like, Anita, is Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we knew about their uh, tremendous preseason record spanning back for the last few years. And, uh, you know, they finally lost the game uh, to the Washington Commanders. But uh, they're getting two against Tampa. And it's hard to go against the Ravens with their history of just winning every game. But they're 24-1 and one right now in preseason. Um, maybe take a shot uh, with Tampa, uh, with with uh, the Ravens plus the two. I actually got them at plus three on the Ravens plus the three against Tampa. Uh, I, that was one of the games that I was looking at. I like it. Uh, let's let's talk some college football. College football kicked off today in Dublin. Uh, Notre Dame going up against Navy. I had uh, Notre Dame minus twenty and a half. I know a lot of points to lay, uh, but I did it anyway. Um, and they are up right now seven nothing. In the first quarter, a uh, little bit later on tonight, you got San Jose State going up against USC. I like San Jose State. Give me San Jose State plus 31, plus 31 and a half in some places. 
I like San Jose State, the Spartans team total over 17 and a half. And I like the over in this matchup at 66. Why? USC, we know how explosive their offense is. Their defense, no bueno. And even though with that transfer portal, got a little better, but still, no bueno. It's not good. You've got a six-year starter at quarterback, Cordero, for uh, for the Spartans, and uh, he's got 35 starts. I think a lot of points are going to be scored here, and I think San Jose State, I think they cover. Do you have a, a play in this matchup? Yeah, I lean towards the dog in this game here. Whenever you have the first, it's week zero in college football, but sometimes, you know, these teams, college players don't get as much a practice as the NFL players do, even though most of the starters don't play. College is even less than that. They're just practicing amongst themselves. So whenever you have, you know, you're getting 30 points before the game starts, you either play the dog or play the total, but you can't be playing. Uh, I can't. I wouldn't recommend anybody laying 30 points in any football game. Um, so I would lean towards the dog in that game uh, as a small play. But I do have something that I do like a little bit more. Yeah, you were saying uh, Ohio and San Diego State, right? San Diego State favored by two. The over-under is 48-and-a-half. How are you playing this one? Yeah, Nina, this is a game that I feel the wrong team's favored, and I issued out my first upset alert on Twitter at Joe with Sports. If San Diego State favored by two in this game, the totals are 48. Pay attention to this name, Curtis Rourke. He's one of the best quarterbacks in all of college football. Last year, he had a late uh, injury, uh, but prior to his injury last season, he passed over 3,200 yards, 25 touchdowns, four, just four interceptions, was the MAC player of the year. Uh, this Ohio team comes in loaded, while San Diego State, uh, there have a lot of issues. Um, they have a lot of uh, players not returning. And last year at home, they were just 2-5 and five against the spread. I don't, I don't expect the spread to be a factor since the line is at two. Uh, I did take Ohio plus the three, but I also took them on the money line because I think Ohio is the better team here and is going to beat San Diego State outright. You're not going to even need the points. But I always like to take the points as a backup. So plus three and money line, two bets for Ohio to knock off San Diego State. Wrong team is favored. Whoa. Joe is joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's talk some Major League Baseball. You've got to play in the uh, Texas Rangers-Minnesota Twins game. Uh, first pitch is 7-15. Max Scherzer on the bump for Texas. Uh, Texas on the money line is minus 118. Over-under is 8. What's your play here? And either sometimes you can look at a, a, a line and just know who's going to win the game. And I feel that Texas is this scenario here. You got Max Scherzer pitching, okay, and uh, he's done well since he come to come to Texas. On the other hand, you have Minnesota at home who is just comfortable rolling in in the Central. They have a six-game lead over Cleveland. Joe Ryan hasn't pitched since August 2nd. That's the pitcher for the Twins. Scherzer comes in to stop the bleeding. Overall for the season, 12-5 and five with a 377 ERA. Lifetime versus uh, the Twins, though, 9-2 and two, uh, in 16 career starts here. Texas has lost eight in a row, yet they're favored on the road. The line indicates Texas Rangers. The pitching matchup indicates Max Scherzer. I'm going to recommend we play the small chalk here and take Texas to stop the bleeding and get back in the winning column and stop that eight-game losing streak here. Texas Rangers roll. Um, I like it. Uh, the American League West, this is coming down to a really interesting battle, right? Seattle to win the division plus 160, the Astros plus 175, the Rangers plus 185. Uh, so with that being said, I'm rolling with the Astros here at plus 175 to win the American League West. What say you? I'm going with Seattle. 
Seattle might have the best pitching staff out of all three of these teams here. And they have a very easy schedule remaining for the remainder of the month, um, and including Kansas City tonight with a heavily favored here. Texas has been struggling, and as much as I like Texas tonight, um, the Astros, normally you would have this veteran team. They got Verlander. They just haven't played well. Last night they had a one nothing lead, and they lost the game at Detroit. Um, I don't trust the Astros as much as I like Seattle. So the value bet for me here, Seattle's playing the best ball other than the Baltimore Orioles in the American League, um, and it wouldn't be surprised if I see them in the AL Championship. But I'm taking Seattle uh, to win the West and maybe more. Interesting. Maybe a bottle of wine in my future. Uh, big night in Jersey, Inter Miami with, um, of, uh, of course, Messi is in town. In fact, our producer, Harvey, is going to the game. Uh, ooh la la, big stud on campus right now. Inter Miami to win this match 2-1. to one. The Red Bulls at plus 120, a draw plus 250. For those that might be heading to Jersey to take in Messi and Inter Miami, it's been just taking over our soccer world um, by storm. How would you play this? Yeah, it's interesting, Anita. Messi was at the W yesterday uh, in Hoboken. I don't know if you knew that or not, but there was traffic all over the place downtown. He's staying at the W, and once everybody found out, the fans are flocking over by the W, which is downtown Hoboken. When you take a look at here, the Red Bulls right now, plus 135, enters at plus 195. Messi at 36 years old, I mean, he, since he's come to Miami, Anita, he has uh, carried them to eight straight victories, 10 goals, and, um, you know, this team here won the championship trophy just last week here and there's some talk about whether Messi how much time he's going to play tonight it's almost like you know you're not sure how much they're going to play because they've been giving him you know he's been playing a lot but I'm going with Inter Miami with Messi because plus 195 with the greatest perhaps the greatest soccer player ever I mean uh, Red Bull Arena is going to be rocking in Harrison but I'm, I'm not betting against the best player in the world in soccer. I'm going with Messi at plus two to one against the Red Bulls. I think you're getting some good value there. Um, last but not least, before we let you go, the Travers taking place up in Saratoga. Big race day. We had Mark DiLorenzo from uh, Giddy Up Bets join us on the program earlier. He's all over Tappet Trice, a Todd Pletcher course at 12 to one, might be at 15 to one right now. Forte is favored. You've got Mage as well, uh, who's in this race. So star-studded event. Post time is going to be around 6.10, 6.11 p.m. How are you playing the Travers later on today? Yeah, $1.25 million is on the line, either, and this could very well determine who is the three-year-old horse of the year. We know about Forte. We know about Archangelo winning the Belmont. Um, you know, we know the Kentucky Derby, Mage. I- I'm going with Mage. I'm going with Mage. I liked him a lot more earlier in the week before Louis Sayaz got hurt. I was over at Parks Racetrack on Tuesday, and I had Louis Sayaz. He won three races for me at Parks in Philadelphia, in Ben Salem, and then all of a sudden he came back to Saratoga Wednesday, and and the horse got hurt, um, and then Louis Sales had a separated column. But Flavian Pratt, um, you know a little bit about Flavian Pratt, he's a very aggressive driver. And uh, Delgado, the trainer, I think that this main horse is going to have a shot, a realistic shot of winning the race better than Forte. Um, I know Arad has been winning every race at Saratoga and is the leading jockey there. But my try box is one, two, four, seven. The long shot for me is Scotland with Junior Alvarado and Mott. Um, but my win bet is going to be on Mage with Flavian Pratt.
Pratt, who's a substitute jockey driver, because Louis Sayards had a broken collarbone on Wednesday at Saratoga. Wow. Um, good inside, good information. Really do appreciate it, Joe. Thank you so much for spending some time with us on this Saturday afternoon. Hopefully we just help win the people some money. Thank you. You got it. Again, Joe Wiz, make sure you tune in uh, to his wagering show, uh, brought to you by Bet Rivers, every Saturday morning early, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Jimmy in Staten Island, I see you. We get back. You'll be first up. You want to talk some fantasy? I know folks getting ready for their fantasy football drafts this weekend, all next week, the following week, leading up to September 7th. And that is opening night of the NFL season with Kansas City and the Detroit Lions. Man, somebody pinch me. It's going to be here before we know it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Jets rolling with their starters. All you Jets fans, you're heading out there to the stadium uh, to take in your star quarterback and Aaron Rodgers, buckle up, baby. Uh, and he should put on a show. Why? The Giants, they're not starting any starters, um, especially on defense. So Aaron Rodgers should, uh, should eat them alive. He really should. So there's that. Love the Jets in the first half at minus four and a half. Uh, let's go to Jimmy in Staten Island. Jimmy, welcome in. Hey, Miss Anita, how you doing? Good afternoon. Hi. Hey, uh, real quick, I have the first pick in this year's fantasy draft. Uh, can you um, trade it? Sure. Can you trade uh, it? Can you get out of it? Of, you don't want the first pick. I, I know. I was thinking. I mean, I'm like, uh, I, you know, a lot of people, they're thinking the same thing. They're like, you know, they don't want that first pick. But no, if I don't. do settle with it, if I do settle with it, I want it, I'm want i probably going to take Justin Jefferson. But right. I wanted to just pick it. I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. Yeah, you're going to take Justin Jefferson. Go ahead. And then I wanted to just pick your brain when it snakes back around. Um, I mean, projection-wise, I think Nick Chubb, but it's probably going to grab him. No, nope. so Nick like, Chubb is going to be gone. Are you in a 12-man league? I'm in a 12-man league. Yeah, Chubb's gone by the time it gets back to you, Jimmy. So should I settle for, like, a Derrick Henry? Should I go wide receiver running back? or? Um, I think your best-case scenario – um, you want to hope that maybe a Tony Pollard or a Joe Mixon will still be available for you. Um, okay. Um, a Ra St. Brown, but I don't, I, that I don't one know. That number one pick is hard, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, so if, you, like so so if Tony if yeah, if if Tony Pollard and Joe Mixon are there, uh that's what I would do. You want to hope that Amal Ross St. Brown could still be there for you. I don't expect Garrett Wilson to be there. I don't expect uh Nick Chubb to be there. Um Yeah. I I just I don't I I was up in Bristol, Connecticut for the fantasy football marathon uh two weekends ago and I had well it was Tuesday. Um and I had the number one pick. It was ten men ten ten person league and I don't like it. I don't like the number one pick. I have participated in quite a few mock drafts as well. If you were to say to me, all right, I need a, you know, and, and this is another thing for all you fantasy football commissioners out there. This is what I like. I like when you, when you like, so typically what I'll do is like, um, I'll, I'll take like a card deck, shuffle up the cards. Uh, whoever gets the ace um, gets to pick first where they want to draft. Right, so whoever gets the ace, let's say I get the ace, and then okay, Anita, you get to pick. Where do you want to draft? Uh, I'd probably want seven in a twelve-man league. That's where I want to be this season. I want to be at seven because I love Nick Chubb, and I think you can get Nick Chubb at seven. I love Nick Chubb a lot this year. You know, he's he's he is going to be the bell cow in that backfield for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, their offense, you know, Deshaun Watson coming in. Not having so much time off, I expect I'm expecting him to play better this season. Um, and and I think Nick Chubb is going to just dominate that backfield. So, I just don't think this is for me. This is I, I just this is not the year I, I want the number one overall pick. And again, for commissioners out there, I'm all about picking an order right where you're allowing your your members, whatever, your contestants, your players, whatever, uh, to pick where they want to draft. As opposed to, um, another thing is, I can't stand the, okay, find out where you're drafting an hour before dr- the draft. Because you want it to be a good draft. You want you want it to be a well-thought-out draft. You, you should let your... Um, you should let your participants know where they're drafting so that they could partake in, in mock drafts so they could be ready. So I'm a big proponent of that as well. So uh, again, Anita Barks with you on this Saturday afternoon. Uh, we come back. We'll hear from Cynthia Freeland. She is covering the bills bears preseason game as we speak. In fact, Next, here on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That music only means one thing. Uh, Cynthia Freeland, who was kind enough to join me yesterday, but... Such a great conversation talking about, of course, uh, her tour around the NFL. Uh, She's currently at the Bills-Bears game. Bills up 24-13. Also asking her about uh, what her expectations are for the Jets and the Giants. Uh, But my first question, of course, was about the Bears. Let me tell you something. Uh, There is a lot of excitement around this Bears team. I think more money has been placed on... um, Justin Fields winning the MVP. So uh, how does Cynthia Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network feel about the Bears? Let's listen in. I mean, look, I love that all Chicagoans want to put Justin Fields like in the Hall of Fame right now. But let's be honest, dial it back just a little bit. Like, let's have a more reasonable expectation, like, you know, making the playoffs. Let's just go with that. You know, postseason, one game, I think that would be a huge win for this entire organization. And again, I'm a Justin Fields fan. I like Ohio State. I'm I, in general. I, I got a chance to interview him. I think he's a great kid. All the things are there, and the, and definitely the skills there. But like enough with like it's a fun bet. You should, you should, absolutely, if you want to go, like everyone likes the Kentucky Derby, not betting on the favorite. Absolutely, why not? But don't like you know. I, I don't think this is like a, a a wise investment. Right, and and I think a lot of people listen. We we the talents there. Um, you know, especially, you know, the athleticism, but I think a lot of people are really buying into him and his passing game elevating because DJ Moore is there. I, I'm mean, not so much like Justin Fields is a, is a, a quarterback. I want on my fantasy roster, not yep. necessarily my football team. Are you in agreement with me? My, there? Yeah. Look, I, I love him for fantasy for sure, but here's a, here's the real problem. I'm just curious who's going to rush the passer. I'm a little less worried about, like, the offense actually feel like I think Khalil Herbert's going to take a big step forward. Like, I think there's a lot of things to like about this offense. But you got to rush the passer in this league. And even though the NFC, we talk about, you know, the AFC is just so much more stacked from top to bottom with quarterbacks, you do have to remember that, you know, at the end of the day, the guys who stop the quarterback have a lot of influence on the outcome, too. So um, with that being said, I know you're a big Detroit Lions fan because you're from that area. A lot of people expecting the Detroit Lions now to win the NFC North. No Aaron Rodgers uh, with, with in Green Bay, as we know. Uh, maybe some folks might be sleeping on the Minnesota Vikings. Who knows? Who do you have winning that division? I mean, look, I, I would love for the Lions to win the division. It hasn't happened in my lifetime. I'm not banking on it. I still think, like, you know, Kirk Cousins is still there. Justin Jefferson still there. I know the defense looked pretty bad for the Vikings last year, but Brian Flores is a great defensive back mind, and he is now there. He also is my college friend, so, you know, obviously shout out there. But ultimately, I don't think that – like, look, like you have to remember, the Lions have some weird things that they're contending with to start the season. They're having they're relying a lot on rookies other than Amon Ross St. Brown, right? Like, they're tight end now as a rookie. And then Jameer Gibbs. And then David Montgomery used to be a bear, so he may not know the full system. Deuce Staley isn't there anymore for the run game. It is sneaky, one of the best O-lines in football. I'll give them that. But at the end of the day, you need that James Like, James Williams being out as a big loss. They need more pass catchers that are, you know, tried and true and, like, 
we know could catch the ball and not make Amon Ra do everything out of the slot like he did last year. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let's turn our attention to what's happening here in our own backyard, and that is Isaiah Simmons. Trade goes down with the Giants and the Cardinals. They give up a seventh-round pick to get him, and now Wink Martindale has a shiny new toy that stands 6'4", 250 pounds, and ran a 4'3", uh, Your thoughts on Simmons and, do you, and how good of a deal? Was this a steal for the Giants? What are your thoughts on this trade? It was a steal. I love this trade. I think it's so smart. First off, Isaiah Simmons was never really fully deployed for all the things he can do at, when he was a Cardinal. Number one, they have Buda Baker there, who's kind of like this weird amoeba safety to begin with. So adding Isaiah Simmons, who's technically a linebacker, but he's also an amoeba and has played all of the different positions. Like, you know, coming out of Clemson, he played like, I don't know, seven different positions, something crazy like that. He was never able to be fully deployed in all of the ways that he's capable. And that defense was, let's let's face it, you know, it, it was – they left something to be desired on the in the back half. Like they didn't have great defensive backs. They didn't have a lot of help there, other than I will say Buda Baker is great. But other than that, it was kind of a that was a messy situation there. I think what Wink will do is teach him the all of the fundamentals of how to blitz from where you'll be able to see some of that burst. You'll be able to see some of that speed. It will help the Giants who are already good up front at rushing the passer, but have a little bit more protection on the back end. Like I think this is low key like. Last year, we talked about how, like, the Philadelphia Eagles in the last minute, like, they got some great deals. I think this year, the Giants did the same thing. What would you go to the window with first? The Giants over seven and a half wins or the Jets over nine and a half wins? Which, which Giants, bet? If, baby. If I, okay, so if I gave you, you $1,000 and said, all right, it's Giants, yours. baby. Okay, tell me all the reasons why. Well, number one. You have an increase, like, just so you know, like, it's so funny because the number of opportunities, the, the space, if you look at that offense and what Brian Dable can do, which is a little bit more space, it's kind of masterful. So I think between improved opportunities for the pass catcher and therefore an improved opportunity for Saquon Barkley to earn even half a yard more, something like that on each run, that's going to really help things out. Plus, because you have Saquon Barkley, you can slow it down and not make your defense, like, they, they're going to have to, like, you know, be on the field all the time and get so gassed. So I really like that. And I think the NFC is just, you know, down in general. I think it's an easier path. I don't have any faith in the, in the Cowboys. I, I say that I'm, I know I can say that in New York and not get killed, but you know, I, I don't have a lot of faith in the Cowboys save for a few pieces. Love Tony Pollard for fantasy, love CD Lamb for fantasy. Okay. There's my asterisk. But apart from that, I think the giants have as good a chance as any here to really make this big leap forward. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, that's how I would go to the window. Um, but obviously, you know, we are home of the Jets. We've got a lot of Jets fans uh, who I listen like to the, the show. Jets too, but I just, why not take, so, like, I just feel the discrepancy is bigger. I like the Jets right. too. I think the Jets are in good position too, but I'd rather take something that feels safer. If I'm spending your money, Anita, I'm going to do something safer. If someone that, I didn't like money, then I would do something more risky. <laughs> um, well, I do, I do appreciate that. Uh, as for the Jets, uh, very interesting. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and a number of the uh, the starters are going to play against the Giants. Giants, not so much. Um, they've got a lot of depth. They like what they've seen so far. So uh, this game is going to be more of you know those guys trying to, the third, fourth stringers trying to make the club. Where for the Jets. 
as Robert Sala spoke to the media, is going to be more of a rehearsal for the starters. So with that being said, um, you know, if you were to wager on this preseason game, I love the Jets in the first (laughs) half, considering this is going to be a glorified, you know, scrimmage for Aaron Rodgers in those starters. I, I, I think that might be the best bet this weekend is the Jets in the first half. But your thoughts on the decision to play Aaron Rodgers in the starters? Number one, can we just, like, have a moment to talk about the kind of petty that I love, the kind of petty that for the past uh, however many years in Green Bay, you know, Aaron Rodgers like, yeah, I will, I'll see you in September, right? And then he decides, you know what, I'm coming to New York, and you know what, I'm going to give the preseason fans a little something to be excited about, and I'm going to do it in New York. Like, I just I, – like I, it's poetic, really. Like he—he's—he's he's a master, and we're all like that's hilarious, and and it's just great. So first off, I love that. I want to acknowledge that. And second, you're—you are. I love the like level of degenerate, but you're going to even think about a preseason wager. But I'm with you. I think that the Jets win in the first half of that one. <laughs> right? I mean, how 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 can you not be all over that Jets in the first half, considering, and, and again, I like Rip- the Bills in the first half too, because the Bills are going to play their starters too fair. They are. Why? Why is that? I don't know. Not like a ton, but a little bit. There, it was just a decision. You know, I think it's probably in part because there's some changes, like, you know, now uh, Sean McDermott's calling the defense too. So there's probably like, they want to like double, triple check that the procedures are where they need them to be. And, you know, the, they're trying some new community, you know, the, the league does this experimentation with like how like officials communicate during games too. And so they're doing some experiment, you know, just, it's probably like procedural and, you know, to make sure that they are all in lockstep. Like McDermott is very, you know, you know, McDermott's a guy who like, you know, if you're 10 minutes early or whatever, if you're on time, you're 10 minutes late, like seems like Tom Coughlin like that. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. And he had the clocks turned back as well, which, uh, which was just anyway, <laughs> that's just funny. Um, let's talk about some of the big storylines before we let you go. Right. And, um, and Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor now reports are that, uh, the Colts have given his camp the opportunity to go out and, and seek out a trade. Uh, do you feel that there will be a team that will come to the table for a, a trade offer to the Colts that they would accept? And we see Jonathan Taylor go play for another team this season. And, and, and if so, give us a list of the teams that you think could be a realistic landing spot for him. Well, the truth is, is what I've heard is that they've been at the Colts have been asking for like a king's ransom, and I don't know if that's to make it so that there won't really be bidders in a marketplace because, you know, of course everything can be bought for a certain number, right? But like, if that number's really high, like it would take a lot for someone to be able to achieve that. I I don't know how serious that. Like, sure you can go look and we'll field some offers, but. Is that serious? If you're really asking for so much, they're asking for more than Christian McCaffrey got in his haul. And I know Christian McCaffrey dealt with some injuries, but still, a, that that was a pretty big haul. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I I think that he, you know, I I feel like he does end up somewhere else. It feels like the situation has not really started to resolve itself. In fact, it's it's rare that you're hearing people allowed to get a trade like post August one, let alone you know we're in, we're almost at the end of August here. So. You know, I, I don't know. I, it's messy. I'm staying away from him in fantasy. I don't think this can make him run harder. I think it's just a big mess. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Um, a, a lot to digest today, let's be honest. I mean, so much going on. Uh, really excited. I'm excited to see, even though the Giants aren't going to have any of their – 
defensive starters play. Still, I'm I'm excited. Not sure about you. I'm excited to see uh, Aaron Rodgers and this Jets first team offense. I'm excited to see what they can do. I'm all about them playing. I, I know that there's a risk reward, and I know we've already fielded some calls from Jets fans concerned about you know them starting. You want to make sure there's no injuries, getting ready, everybody healthy, getting ready for Week One against the Bills. I get that, but I think there is something about uh, creating. Um, creating a comfortability, you know, what it's like getting ready at the stadium for a game, putting on your uniform, walking out of the tunnel, warming up the communication devices there at MetLife Stadium, the new the new field turf, like just getting into a flow, getting into a rhythm, and it not being the first time that Aaron Rodgers in this new offense experiences that, um, against the, the Buffalo Bills. So I, I I totally, I'm totally on board in regards to them starting. Now, you know, how long do they play? Do they play uh, more than three series? Definitely they're going to play more than one. That's definitely been established already from, uh, from Robert Sala. Uh, but, you know, do they play a quarter? Do they play a half? How many series do they play? I think only time will tell. Knowing that the Giants are not starting any, any defensive starters, um, does that... Uh, you know, and and therefore we can, I think it's safe to assume that we will see uh, immediate success from that Jets offense. They come out and they put up like 14 points in the first two series. Uh, then do they call it a day? You know, I, I don't know. Only time will tell. It will be interesting. Uh, what say you? 800-919-3776. Uh, what would you like to see uh, today? Are you heading out to the game? We'd love to hear from you if you're on your way to MetLife Stadium. Also, before we take a break, want to remind you, don't miss Jim Jeffries' Give Them What They Want Tour with two shows at the Beacon Theater on Thursday, November 2nd, Friday, November 3rd. Tickets are on sale right now at jimjeffries.com. And if you're caller number four right now, caller number four right now at 888-987-ESPN, you'll score a pair of tickets to the show on November 2nd. For full contest rules, go to ESPN New York. Dot com. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon. Quick break. We come back. Our final segment, handing it over to your Jets and Giants pregame show right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We've got Harvey and Joe producing the show. Gentlemen, it's been four hours. Does it feel like it's been four hours? What do you say? You want to go another four? No. I mean, listen, it doesn't feel like it's been four hours, though, right? No, I would say about hour and 20. Oh, I don't know about that, but it just it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's been four hours. Four hours is a long time to roll solo. Right? No, I don't think you rolled solo. Well, I had you guys, but I mean, like, I didn't have like a, a quote unquote co-host i never have a co- do you realize that like 
they never put me with like not ever like I filled in for Alan Hahn a few weeks ago but like I'm filling in for Bart and Hahn next week on Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday solo well I was gonna say what well, what is Bart like you, that that's kind of this a little bit disrespectful to Bart no what do you mean you say you didn't have you 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 don't have a co-host. No, no, I'm said, just no, I'm saying, co- I'm saying, I'm saying that was like the first time in a, in quite a while that they they teamed me with somebody. I'm what just about saying, New I'm, game I'm, day. That's different. That's a different show, silly. So okay, what are you, you trying? Can, to, are you trying to tell something to management right now? What are you trying to say? Do you no. want a co-host? Is that what you're saying? I, I I mean I like I like conversation outside of myself. Well, maybe they'll listen to the Mama Mimi podcast and they'll bring her on. <laughs> All right. That conversation didn't go the way I wanted it to. Uh, by the way, Notre Dame is up 21 nothing against Navy. Um, I have the minus 20, minus 20 and a half. So uh, it is the uh, end of the second. So into the first half, into the second quarter, into the first half. So that's good. We'll see what happens. They're, pay- they're playing in Dublin. So somewhat of a home game for Notre Dame. A little bit later on tonight, San Jose State going up against USC. Give me San Jose State and the points at 31, 31 and a half. I also like the over here at 66. USC, Caleb Williams, that offense is electric. Uh, but their defense, no bueno. Not good at all. So in San Jose State, they've got a six-year senior themselves. He's got over 30, I think 35 starts, something like that. Uh, under his belt and their offense is is pretty good as well this very well could be a shootout so I like the over in this matchup as well um in regard to uh, the tour championship taking place right now uh so far today Victor Hovland and Morikawa are both even so they are 16 under Shoffley is two under so he is at 14 under uh Scotty Scheffler is even as well, so he's 14 under. So Shoffley and, and, and Scotty Scheffler, okay, say that five times fast. Uh, both at 14 under, two shots back to Morikawa and Hovland. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow morning, bright and early, 8 a.m., uh, getting you ready for the final round of the Tour Championship with On the Tee. It'll be our last show uh, before I am off the following weekend, and then we kick off, of course, uh, New York game day, the Monty Toomer. Uh, right here on 98.7 ESPN. So uh, really, really, Mike Tannenbaum as well. Let me not forget about him. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.